Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Welcome to Michael Talks to Everybody. I'm your boy, Michael Kite. Wake up. Are y'all woke? Are you woke? What does that even mean? I don't know. Some people tired of hearing it. Okay, I'm woke already. I heard enough. Stop it. I want to get to the bottom of it. What is woke? Now, according to this dictionary, which they call the African-American vernacular English dictionary, uh, it is... Uh, it is an alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. I just think it's so much more than that. Beginning in, in the uh, 2010s, it came to encounter a broader awareness of social inequalities and such as sexism. So this word has a big old meaning. I think most words, though, we misuse. Most words we learn because somebody said them to us and we never looked up the real definition. 
you know? So I'm I'm really curious on what is woke? What does it mean? How do you be that? Let me bring my first guest on right now. She owns a wonderful uh, boutique in the mall that's in St. Louis. It's called Woke. And when you go in, she has these patches, all these different patches she can put on clothes that, that speaks to our awakeness, to us being aware of what's going on around us. She's an awesome sister. She's also a motivational speaker. She's a spoken word artist, and she's just a cold, cold sister. Uh, let me bring on right now. Now, Keisha Kanday. Woo! Yeah, boy. She's up in here. And we ain't got no audience, but I know how to ring bells and things. <laughs> Welcome, Keisha. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me today. What's going on, Michael? Oh, thank you. Well, you're going to let me know what's going on because I'm trying to get woke over here. And you have the woke brand. That's the name Absolutely. of your story. Yes. First of all, how do you define woke? Um, I define woke as a conscious state of being, being and existing in who you are in the now moment. That is embracing all of the present time and letting go of anything past or obviously future, which we have no control over. So how does that how does that resonate with um, with us being aware of what's going on around us? With us well, being alert think, to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think once you tapped into who you are, you can then tap into how you exist in the world, which mm-hmm. you could you could be yourself, and you could pay attention to your surroundings, the people you encounter, the impacts you make, um, the souls you touch, um, and and obviously the different ways and how you you get to view life you know, through the lens that God has given you. I think we all have different lenses because we have different experiences, but to mm-hmm. be consciously aware of who we are and, and our impact in the world, that's a choice. And so choosing to do that is the awareness that I, I often remind people, stay woke, my friends. I love that. And it sounds like that's part of it. Yeah. It sounds like there's also another part of it to me. I think another part right. of it is also being aware of what's outside of you. Being aware of what's going on in your culture and and in your community. Absolutely. The word the word itself woke um, for a lot of people has been used to really bring awareness to uh, injustices in our in our culture and African-American culture. And um, a lot of people also use it in the world of politics to describe uh, what they stand with, what they stand for, what they are against. Right. some people use being woke as just being present within themselves, you know, and knowing okay. exactly what what the world looks like with you in it, with you outside of it. It's like it's like being in your body, but not being in your body, you know, um, with that with that level of awareness. So mm. many people okay. use it different ways. OK, so I have I have many people on here with us, too, and we're going to find out what well, some of these many people think. I like to start with Sabir Bay, Sabir Bay, brother. Welcome to the show. What up, family? How you doing? Hey, brother, what would you title yourself? I'm just, listen, as many of them, brother, I would just say journalist, producer. You know what I mean? Come on. It's, it's well, I mean, well, I invite you to the show because of your your interest and your knowledge of African and black culture all the way back to the Moors, you know, to ancient Egypt and all the stuff we've been through. You have a great knowledge of all of this. What What does woke mean to you? I, you know, I just started hearing it. Now, I'm I'm reading it, right? I don't know what you just read from, but I'm reading out mm-hmm. Merriam-Webster, and it says, aware of activity, important social facts. You know, so I'm just reading this, racial, social justice. This is what I'm reading in Merriam-Webster. Right, but Merriam, she started out like, like that, but she went further to say that's how it started. 
In the beginning, it was that, but later it went on to encompass more. So, so go ahead. So, yeah, but who came up with it? It's like you can't, you know, we could say woke broke, but you can't say that you woke and still saying you black or African American. Oh, you follow me? Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic with it. And I, and I know some people are not used to this, but you know how I am, Mike. So you say that sentence again. You can't say you you're, wo- you're woke and don't know that you're not black. Black is a modern day term. I just did. I told mm. you I just walked in Philadelphia just now, walking down where George Washington had slaves at, and I'm walking through Independence Hall, um, right. Hall where our nationality was taken at here in Philadelphia, and hopefully right. I can show you when you get here. Um, so you can't. Before the 1500s, we were not called black people, African Americans. There is no African American culture, and there's no black culture, and this is what people don't understand. A culture is like, let's say I, I use hip hop as an example. Hip-hop's a culture, right? Right. Speak a certain language, we do a certain thing. It has no color in it, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. black people have no culture. You're in someone else's culture, if that makes sense. And when you walk around and look up culture, we're dressing like Europeans. We all say white people. You're speaking like European. That's a culture. So when you go to other countries, you adapt other people's culture. So mm. we don't have a culture. We had it, but we lost it. It was stripped from us here in Philadelphia. And all other things been played on you. So when we say that we're woke, we should know that. There is no, if you look, if you even Google the black culture, you'll see what it says. Buying things, chicken wings, and then study everybody else's culture from Ghana, Sudan. Wait, you said buying things and chicken wings? Let's let's Google Google black culture. I swear it's going to blow your mind, bro. And then Google... Google Ethiopia. Have you ever noticed, even with food, every Ethiopian eat their own food. Am I lying? Every no, Indian eat their own food. Am I lying? That's culture. What is the cultural food of black people? So we're woke, right? We're conscious to this. And I don't right. even like that word woke. Is like soul food our cultural food? What? Soul and collard greens our cultural food? What? And candy games and a ham hocks? No yeah, brother, but we took it and turned it into magic. It's food no, here. So that is not your culture. You ain't hear me. Someone mm. gave you. So what would I have to eat to be in my own culture? What would I have to eat? So we did have cultural food. Uh, so let's say, for instance, you know, I may say injera, or I may say couscous, or I may say any, any of these African dishes really yours. They're really yours. Okay. There's a, if you Google this, bite, no lie, Mike, if you Google mm-hmm. this, anybody on this feed, have you heard of? Have you ever heard of paella? Yeah, I hear paella. That's Mexican. No, it's not. That's a Spanish dish. I thought no, it was a not. Spanish dish. No, it's a. Where did paella come from? It's a more. Look it up. It's a Moorish dish. It's a Moorish dish. P- please tell people what Moors are, because a lot of us don't even realize. Moors are anyone who's claiming to be African American or Black. We were stripped here in Philadelphia. This is why I said I want to show you when you get here where mm-hmm. it happened. At. In 1774, we were stripped of our nationality, and all of these Negro, Black, and color was placed on us. Right here, the mm. capital, right here in Philadelphia. Everything kicked off right here in Philadelphia. The capital is still there. So the Moors are anyone who's claimed to be African American or Black. All of those titles came later, later on. But we are we all originated as Moors. Okay, hold that thought. Still asleep, Cletus. 
What what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on woke? What is that for you? Oh man, I I love everybody's perspective, man. I you know where where do you want me to go, Michael? You want me to go with the? I just don't know what's your perspective. Normal contrarian. No, what do you what do you think woke is? I've never been a big term of the colloquialism woke. So I think woke. I think it's supposed to be just a general awareness. So I can agree with Keisha when she says it's about being aware. I don't I don't think you have to be. Now, we have, I don't want to say hijacked the term, but we have made the term kind of a black term, I guess, um, mm-hmm. because everybody, that's where it, that's what it is. Um, we've used it um, as woke. But you also have to realize that even when we say woke, before we were woke, it was people who believed the government was against you and those government conspiracies and you had to stay woke to what the government is doing. And so that's we right. turned it and, and, and used it in our way. I disagree with Mr. Uh, Mr. Bay about culture. Um, because culture can be not just nationalities. You can create mm-hmm. a culture within um, whatever group, and then and even by definition in a culture. So if you have a group of teachers, there's a there's a culture within teachers. This is a teacher culture. This is the language that teachers speak. This is the things that they're used to. So you can have culture without it being a natural national culture. Now I agree with you that there are cultures that are national. There are things that are. Uh, things that when you go to certain countries, uh, mm-hmm. there are going to be things in that country that are germane to that country and part of that native to them culture. But mm-hmm. even within that subset, by using just the term culture, your family has its own culture. This is what our culture is in our family. This is what we believe. So culture is 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 a a general term, but it can also be specific. So I don't disagree that there is no such thing as culture, but I do believe that culture is not as as general as you're making it. And I also disagree with you about it being Philadelphia that took everything away uh, from from people. Uh, I guess now the, the popular term is uh, persons of uh, descendants of slaves. Um, I don't think it would be Philadelphia. Well before 1776, um, those things were done. And I'm in Virginia, so I, I know slavery. That's what we do on Thursdays. Oh, <laughs> but see, this is the thing. Let me, let me clear up two things. You said about nationality. Blacks, number one, don't have. I was saying you could take anything, a cult is you take a group of people believing in one thing and you uh-huh. cult it, it becomes a cult. So when I said culture, what culture are we in? So when we're dressing like Europeans, that's not your culture. That's someone else's culture. And I hear these terminologies of culture vultures. I always hear people say that, oh, he's a culture vulture. How is this person mm-hmm. a culture vulture when you're speaking like them, dressing like them? And this is what Franz Fanon was also speaking on. Franz Fanon has a book called Black Skin, White Mass that everybody should read. And he mm. speaks about, he speaks about the inferiority of the black man. He's talking about the dressing like them, the speaking like them, the acting like them. He says it's inferiority. So I don't dress like them, act like them, nor do I speak like them. So when I said culture, you take the coat and cultivate it. And this is why I was bringing the hip hop part in. Everyone has a culture. So when I said, what is the black culture, the black culture. So if you look at culture, I was in Center City recently and I ran across a guy from Indonesia and we was laughing. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see me down there in Philadelphia. I ran across a guy from Indonesia and I said, where are you from? Now I'm thinking he's Asian. He said, no, I'm from Indonesia. I said, oh, yeah, a lot of clothes that people wear is from Indonesia. He said, yes, they do. Majority of the guys, shikis we wear, read the tags. It's not African. It's Indonesia. So they're making that, right? Right. And we're wearing it. So again, you take a cult and you cultivate it to make it. 
I didn't say nationality. So, so something so totally different. So we're we're crossing our cultural entities. What we each have, no matter where we're from, we take all the different cultures and blend them together. But my understanding as well is the culture, uh, culture is wherever the community is, wherever you're living, it is the customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of that particular arena. Not even if you don't originally come from it, you're part of that because that is the culture you're living in. But in that culture. There's a conversation out here that we're supposed to be aware of what's coming. We're supposed to be aware of how people are treating us so that we prepare ourselves to deal with it properly. For me, that's what being woke is about, knowing what yeah. the hell is going nope. on. Wake your ass up. Yeah. You know? Um, we're going to come back in the, on the second half, and um, we're going to talk about several things. You, I, I think we're going to have a beautiful spoken word piece by Miss Keisha Kende. And we're going to come back. The three of us, the third voice you heard was Cletus Cassidy. He's a great comedian out of Portsmouth, Virginia. And before that was Sabir Bay. Sabir Bay, where you, where you from? I'm Philadelphia, born and raised. Man. Oh, you are Philly. But you can't be from Philadelphia. You just gave us the whole thing about the culture and all this stuff. You got to be somewhere <laughs> bigger than that, man. Brother, you be from like Philadelphia, listen. No, listen Indonesia. To listen to what he said. So this is the funny part about me. Like, mm-hmm. he asked me questions, right? Was you raised in a church? No, I was raised in a house with a mother and a father. See the questions, how that works? That's being mm. So he said, was you born? No, I was born from my mother's womb. See the difference? I understand that. I wasn't born. Was you born? No. I was raised in a house with a mother and a father, and I was born from my mother's womb. That's how you respond to them. That's being woke. You follow me? Mm, that's know, an interesting where, approach to that. Where I grew up at is South in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But where you grew up at is not where you're from. No, I'm from my mother's womb. I said before one time they lost. But where's your mama's womb from? That's the question I want to ask. Exactly. Wait there a minute. We go. We, we're going to break on that. We'll be right back in a moment. We're going to sell some soap or something. I hope it's something fabulous that you can use because we need to sell a lot of it. Make sure so it's black soap, this. Michael. Make sure it's black soap. Black soap. Well, that's that's the... You can't wear black soap unless you woke. Okay, we'll be right black. It's uh, Michael Talks to Everybody. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we're black. It's Michael Talks to Everybody. You know the topic is woke, and I'm here with Keisha Kenday, Sabira Bay, and still sleepy, Cletus Cassie, the comedian from Portsmouth. He calls it Portsmouth. I know it's Portsmouth. I know how to spell. Anyway, hey, everybody. Thank y'all for coming back. I love this topic about being woke. I mean, I'm going to tell you once again, my definition of it is you know what's going on around you. You're aware of what's really going on between you and the government, you and your city, you and your family, you and your community. If you're on top of it, you woke. If not, you sleep as a broke dick dog. So here we go. Uh, I missed a bunch of stuff because I had to do something on the break. I had to go talk to a man about a horse. But now I'm back. Keisha Kenday, pick up on what I missed when I was gone. What were you saying? Well, you know, I, I thought uh, Mr. Bay's perspective was very interesting. And I, I wanted to replace the word woke and a lot of his sentences with education. And it sounds like, you know, he's fueled by a lot of fire to educate people on many subjects, topics that people may not know or may not have been exposed to. True. And I think that's great. But I think there's a judgmental basis there uh, at the bottom of the approach, simply because everybody is not on the exact same level. My awareness, my experiences, my walk of life. You know, my struggles, my foundation, they all play in a part on what I'm conscious about, what choices I'm making, how mm -hmm. am I impacting in the world? And so I pretty much just threw out a challenge for him to uh, open his perspective up a little bit more and accept people for where they are at, because that mm. that has a big piece to do with staying woke. Right. And this is how we can we can really do the work of God and recruit. Not to Damn. get into a space of religion, but to get into a space of our purpose. I think that's very important, you know. And um, there are a lot of things that I know based on my experiences or based on certain educational, um, you know, opportunities or even traveling. I lived in West Africa for three and a half years. I've eaten a lot of cultural food that people can't even name. They can't even begin to spell. Uh, mm -hmm. would, would, I, would I embrace them the same? Would I expect for them to know? Not necessarily, not from a cultural perspective. They must have probably either had to been taught or have visited themselves to, to mm -hmm. get that up underneath their belt. You Most know, of so us I, learn I from them, our environment. I just feel like woke, woke for real, for real is literally you understanding who you are, what impact you make, staying aware. It's a choice to be educated. Okay, what's your response to that? Sabir Bay. Okay, so this is why I'd say that people might, um, people believe because we might know me. How long, Mike? Over 20 years almost? Man? Over 20 years, yes. So this is the thing when people don't know me. First and foremost, Philly 
has this energy here. And most people say, we say excuse our Philly attitude. Mike is from Chicago. Mm. It's a little rough up there too, but Southside? aggressive thing. You follow me? And it's not that I belittle anybody. That's what people do in fraternities. That's what people do in cliques. When I'm looking at these brothers in these fraternities, they think they're better than somebody else. So as a teacher, you teach people. Every day on my YouTube channel, if you go to YouTube, you'll see me sitting with the average individual. And I'm educating them. So it's just like walking through Philadelphia. I'm, I'm talking to an attorney in Philadelphia. And he's telling me the, the crookedness of these cats. And I'm like, this is why I can never be a judge. This is why I couldn't be an attorney. Because I knew too much. I said, this would be wrong. So I teach every day. And I'm going to share something with you, sister. And I'm just going to show you. So you say I don't teach. This is what I do. I'm going to show you something. So if I'm I didn't hear her say you doesn't teach. You no, don't no, teach. No. I heard her say that it's judgmental in your teaching. Of teaching people. But okay, go ahead. Aggressiveness that Philly has because that's how we are. Not that because we so teach it's it. aggressiveness. You're you're teaching aggressively. Exactly. To okay. some people. So to some that's people. the culture of Philly, right? This is what I'm showing. I want you to see something. Bear with me. So every time I'm on here, I'm showing this is what we should be discussing. These top and, and this is audio, so people can't so, see. But he's showing show. us. Uh, he's showing us all these wonderful books. Okay, my bad. The Constitution. So one is the Declaration of the Constitution, the Declaration of Human Rights, Bill of Rights, J.A. Rogers, um, mm. Know Your History, Nature Knows No Color Line by J.A. Okay, Rogers. Okay, get to the point, though. So my point is that I'm, I teach, but I don't teach um, or to belittle anybody. I'm teaching you to wake up, to stay woke, to understand what's going on with our people. Okay, hold that. And, and I use I use the stay woke terms to any race, any age, any anybody, any shape, form, anybody fashion, size. Woke. I don't even want to tie the word woke directly to black people. You know what I'm saying? Or the African American uh, group of, of well, people. I, I am because that's 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 who I'm representing. And uh, so what we doing right here is talking about black people being woke because I think white folks are woke enough. Let them sleep for a minute so we can catch up with some people. If we can get our catch up on. All right, I'm just playing with y'all. I'm trying to stir things up. For some reason, Cletus feels the urge. Come in here, man. What you got to say? Man, because, man, I'm, I wanted to be a part two. I just wanted people to hear me. No, so here's the thing. <laughs> I, I agree with Keisha. I agree with Sabir. I definitely don't agree with you, Michael. I, I, so Damn. I just think that um, one of the things I think about us being woke being culturally alive is that we got to realize that we're no greater nor lesser than anybody else. One of the things that's that, not true. We're greater than everybody else. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, we, everybody, everybody's a human, man. So like Sabir made a comment and he was like, and I think he played right into what Keisha was saying. You were like, if you go on my page, I talk to average people. What makes a person average compared to above average? And if you feel like you're talking to average people, you at some point must feel like you're more than what they are because, oh, that you are above average. I think that everybody has, for example, um, you can't, you cannot, and I think, uh, I know, I know it's a white man that actually said this, and I just can't think of his name. You cannot judge the intelligence of a fish by its ability to climb a tree. That's not its native, that's not where it's supposed to be. That's not what it's supposed to do. That doesn't mean that it's not genius in whatever way that it is. So there's going to be the quote, unquote, average person that you run onto in the street that can tell you something at a different level than all that you've already read and experienced because their experience is different. We all in this whole world. Can I can I ask something? I think when he's talking about average people, 
I don't mean as opposed to above average or below average. I think he means the general public who is not woke, the general public who are not studying where they're from and what they're about and what they need to be doing. It's just the layman, the guy who just, like I always say, uh, 85% of more people just don't even give a fuck. They couldn't care less, you know, about life, about culture, about anything. They just want to make it daily. They want to make sure they got some good radio ties and they got all the cable stations. You know what I'm saying? They get some heat occasionally. But those things. But when he's talking about regular people or on what you call average, whatever, he's just talking about folks who aren't up on the culture that we're talking about right now. That's what I think he meant, but I can't speak for him. Everybody becomes an average person when put in a certain environment. If you go into NASA, Mike, and, and I and I think you're brilliant. I think Sabir is brilliant. If you walk into NASA and they ask you to put together a spaceship, you now immediately become an average person compared to a person who has gone and done that. Exactly. As co- or or, or as comedy. compared to a, uh, an engineer who builds those things. That's Correct. why the person who doesn't build it would be average in that environment because you're above average or a different type of thing if you can actually put those pieces together. I think right, what we're doing is semantics, though. Being an average person. Yeah, I but think I think everyone's we, an average person. Yeah, but Cletus, I, think, I love I think the words that you just used. Which one? I have to tap in putting those pieces together because yeah. all of us have a different piece. Mm-hmm. When each of us spoke, we spoke about different pieces and putting them together without any boundaries, any boxes, any uh, uh, names that they give us at birth, you know, our true authentic selves, staying within where we at right now at this moment, being current and present and showing up with our own conscious mind. I think that's the part that's, that's the sauce. I think we're getting to it. I think we're getting to it. I think we're getting to it. I mean, and that's what my story is about. You know what I mean? The the woke brand is a place where people come, all people are welcome. Mm -hmm. We are black first. We Mm -hmm. never shut our black off, you know, uh, but we provide a space for people to come in and create. And all walks of life come through the door. Uh, 75% of the people that shop here are definitely black. Mm-hmm. Um, do they love shopping here? Absolutely. They find they find those cultural perspectives. They find mm-hmm. those those quotes that they love. You they know, they woke? find a way to express themselves. I don't know. Keisha, you are, know? They work, are they woke or are they attempting to wear clothing that say that they're woke? You know, because a lot of people wear the the mantle and wear the garment, but they don't carry the spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's definitely both. Like, I think some people are looking for a place to, you know, find themselves. I think some people are looking for a a place to fit in and be a part of what that culture looks like. I think the fashion that we serve um, also helps people find love, you know what I'm saying? And find something that represents them, something that they can stay true to, you know, and and have the choice that they want. When you want to wear a shirt. mm -hmm. How important is God? In our lives, when it comes mm-hmm. to being woke, um, I think it's first because in order to be able to to know who you are, you must know who God is, and so leading with that, you know, allowing God to lead you in your element uh, daily, I have to give that that gratitude and ask for guidance in those steps. I want my guys to respond to that sentence you just said. Did you have to know who God is to know who you are? How true is that, Sabia? Now, let me let me tell you now, this may be the spin on everything. I don't agree. I don't rock with everybody, what everybody said. Let me tell you who is God to me. OK, when when I would get hurt or something would happen to me, and most of y'all probably did it, too. Just like the brothers that got killed. Um, they called on who first? Mama. 
okayness. So that's the only God you know before you was taught a God. Well, it's certainly the first God you know. There you go. The so first God you the know is your mama. You were taught, but your mama was the first God who created you. And this is why when you look at these brothers and people know, again, I'm not a religious individual. I don't deal with religion. Just knocked it out. Are you, considered, are you considered spiritual? I'm spiritual. Because you said something like about the dressing, mm -hmm. right? Brother, there's an elder named Taj Tariq Bey. Taj, we went up to a store called ACAF in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. It's an African store on 52nd. I spoke there when I came to Philadelphia. He walked in there the other day. All of these African artifacts in here, right? That's not who you are. He said, you're spiritual. You just said it. Having that in your house don't make you African or woke. He said, it's your spiritual essence. Yeah. You just said it. And I laugh because dressing don't make you African. It's your spirit. Mm -hmm. That's what. So when we get caught up in materialistic stuff, that's material. I'm going to. You, I'm gonna you follow me? Yeah. I, 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 and I, I think we're in agreement on that. It's really about your soul and your spirit being aware of all the stuff that's going around. I'm going to come back to Keisha in a moment because I wanted to do this spoken word piece. But oh, yeah, I'm going to bust it down. But as I'm watching Cletus shake his head left and right, I'm not even sure what the hell he's disagreeing with. What is I'm it, sir? You, 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 know, I, you know I'm different. You know I'm different. God so knows even that. You went to Even school on that you know, short bus, the little short yellow one. Oh, sorry. Go well, first of all, the, the windows were delicious, Michael. <laughs> so that's the first part about that. That's part of my culture. Oh my so, god! So sorry. I'm gonna I'm going to say this. When you are to me, when you are truly woke, I can accept severe saying I don't do religion. I do spiritual, and I can accept Keisha, who says God has to be the center of everything. You can't know who you are without knowing Keisha. Mm -hmm. I think that when you're really woke and you start to realize that 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 those are just kind of almost defining things of who you are in your belief system, I can't fault Keisha for saying I start center with God, and I can't fault Sabir for being like, nah, because that ain't what I do. I, I, I can agree with both of them. My own personal belief is one thing and it works for me and it's what helps me to reach my enlightenment. What is that? Um, for me? Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm a, I'm all about GOD. That's my thing. I'm, I'm a big God guy. That That's me. I'm a church guy. Uh, me too. I'm a church me kid. Too. I was born on a church pew. That that's I'm not denominated, but I'm definitely God, man. I'm a man right. of God. So, yeah. so, but I still believe even in the flaws. I met a young lady this weekend and we talked about how, there were different things of, about the Bible that I even growing up reading the Bible, I knew mm -hmm. that it, would, it could possibly be flawed because mm -hmm. man has gotten involved in it. Correct. So I'm not that guy. I'm not a Bible thumper. I don't beat you upside the head with it. I believe that you got to believe to be a better you. I think that we all get to the same place in that. I didn't really agree with Sabir about, you know, mom being the first God. Cause, and also didn't I say that too. I say that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just cause you love your mom. Um, if I can explain, but I'm just saying your mama believe in you before you believe in your damn self. There you go. You know, before you even got on the planet, your mama. mama was making plans for love, yes, light, and joy for you. God, God, God brought forth your mother. A good, a good exactly. A good mama, a good mother, yes. But a good father. Listen, I'm, I could, I have two kids, one that I love, one I'm getting used to. And I believe <laughs> I never take away from I never take away from the love of fathers. I never take away the love of a good father. Before my daughter and my son were born, I was already prepared to protect them. I believe in my kids when they mm -hmm. came to do this. I do the same thing that moms do. I don't think dads get enough credit for the work that they do. And Thank even you. when you be like, your mama created you with your daddy. 
So that you know, like no, with your dad, yeah, yeah. You only got twenty three. Got twenty three from her and twenty three from me. So um, let's not make dads feel bad. I didn't understand Sabir's thing about uh, fraternities. I might have to talk to him offline about that. Yeah, y'all might do that offline because we run out of time. I told y'all that this was. I told y'all this was going faster than you well, thought. Well, you know, thirty okay. minutes. This, this is the first time I've ever gone thirty minutes. So. You know, we're already past 30 minutes. Yeah, we, are, we, had we had folly, shouty. Michael, and let so me get up ready to do this piece. Let's do oh, it, baby. We got you. That's part of it, baby. I got the show. Don't worry about that. that Some of us are out it. there talking to a man about a horse. Well, yeah, and he got the horse wrong. The horse came back with three legs. But listen, um, I, I want us all to come back and wrap it up in a minute. But I want... Uh, I want to give Keisha a moment to hit us with uh, a spoken word piece that speaks upon. Woke. Yeah, I, I'm going to. The conversation led me to uh, black privilege. I, I had intentions on doing something mm. else, but I'm going yeah, nice. to go ahead and give them to him. Just oh, we got to do a show, Cleek, on, on white privilege. We got to. I've been white all my joke. life, Michael. Let's do it. You have, but your tan is fabulous. Keisha, please continue. Let's do it. Um, do black privilege. Be the 15 minute airtime that winds up hashtag newsworthy. Do black privilege be the distinction mistaken for genocide and humans accepting it for what the world be? Black privilege looks like a story told by those given a pen and paper. When we were only given a pen so that the homicides looked like suicides in the newspaper. Black privilege got families fighting over whose name gonna make it to the obituary. Black privilege be the leading death rate. It be bodies viewed as monetary. It be acres of land demanded for cemeteries. Do black privilege be the standard? Like the full face makeup L'Oreal commercial standard? Nah, I be the project buildings. It be broken families. Black privilege be quiet, shut up, don't speak. Slavery be replaced by gentrification techniques and black privilege be enough to make corporate look diverse. Shut up, be quiet. They say you are not worthy to be heard. So they filled the office with white noise. County ordinances because they say our music be loud noise. Tell me, why does black privilege resemble the death of Jesus? He was arrested, tried, sentenced, and crucified. Why does the hands up, don't shoot movement seem strategized? Why are these bastards hired and trained to kill under a justice system that's unjustified? And the 13th Amendment be killing us off like pesticides. Black privilege be support groups to save our children. It be affirmative action. It be a lose-lose situation. Black privilege be selling plates just to pay for cremation. And when the only race acts where you from on a regular basis, because black privilege be years of begging America to embrace us. Why must my struggle be the only privilege? Why are routine traffic stops and apologies to my skin memorized like the Pledge of Allegiance? Color purple, but really be color black, because all my life I had to fight. And Sophia's punchline became a famous metaphor like black boys be kings instead of knights. I can never never prepare myself for this privilege thank god i had writer's block when i was writing this piece because black privilege is a joke that's my time y'all yeah boy yeah (laughs) oh that that was amazing guys what i like us to do is take a minute each to close on what your thought is what your ideals overall about what we talked about today and i will start click you mind if I start with you, sir? Hey, man. What, what are your overall you views? You damn right, sir. And you better not forget that. Okay, thank you. Uh, so what are your thoughts on what we spoke about overall and the whole overall idea of woke and being woke? 
I'm glad you started with me first, Michael, because I just bought a, a, a one-way ticket to Ghana after uh, Keisha's poem because I was going to go over there. <laughs> <laughs> they taking us in Ghana. Um, so here's the thing I, I feel about woke, and I, and I feel about that. I think that woke is just a term for, and I, I agree with Keisha, um, and us finding your enlightened place, being aware of where you are in the world and the things that are going on. I also agree with Sabir because a lot of what you're going to realize is from learning. Um, it may not be book learning, maybe from experience. Experience is a great teacher. Some say it's the best teacher. Some of it may be just from your experience and, and opening your mind up to different things, different facets of life, different experiences. Um, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to be woke. Um, and I think that you're okay. all going to grow in it. And so just just do you do be be the best you possible. If you wake up every day and say tomorrow, I'm going to be better today than I was yesterday. Eventually, you're going to get to a point. I think Sabir is better, a better Sabir today than he was yesterday. Sabir, uh, I think Keisha's better Keisha than she was yesterday. And Michael, you, you still got time. So we're going um, <laughs> to make all this day work, man. If we can all work together, we can all stay awake. I don't even know why he on this show. Okay, um, <laughs> Sabir Bay, bless us with the overall view of it. Keep, we're going to try to keep it to a minute. Bro, Go ahead. Listen, mine gonna be less than that. Just be aware, man. That's it. I'm not even gonna go there any further, brother. Just, just be aware and just be aware, part, man. You know, I, I can go on and on and on, brother. But I'll do that on my show. You know, I'm, yes, I'm jumping on YouTube so he can come on over to YouTube and we can have this conversation, brother. There's All several right? topics I'm bringing you back for, though. You're so wise, brother. I appreciate you. Keisha, give us your final words on this. I tell people to stay woke. It is a process. It's a journey. There's no ending to it because there's always something that we can be enlightened about. Um, based on our experiences and education itself. And I think that part of staying woke is playing your part in the community and uh, paying it forward. And God is the basis of all of what we do. Yes. Yes. So I just want to say thank you to Cletus, Sabir, and Keisha. I think we learned a lot here today. And if nothing else, we've jogged people's memories and jogged their ideas, their thoughts on it. Hopefully we generated thoughts so people go out and, and study it and look it up. I'm real clear on what I think it is. I think it's just being aware of you, you and your circumstances, your culture, your situation, and the world around you and how it's treating you. And when you're aware of a thing, then you can have control of how that is handled. When you ain't aware, let me tell you something. The worst thing in the world is not to know. You know, my, my brother Yolan told me about when I, I failed at this corporation and I didn't realize that they was in the back room killing me while in the front room they were smiling in my, in my face. And he said, well, brother, because you were not aware, you did not know what you needed to know. He told the story of the prince that walked across water every night. And even he'd walk across the pond, everybody would hide. And and they, they didn't they didn't want him to see them, you know, and, and he'd walk across the rocks. But the innocent child stood out one day and she said, but sire, please, you got to tell me what's the secret for walking across the river? And he says, the secret, my child, is you got to know where the rocks are. See, I, I didn't know where the rocks were. If we're not aware, we in trouble. See, it's only a trick if you don't know the trick. If you don't know the trick, the trick is on you. So let's all wake up. Let's be woke in what we do and how we deal with people. And let's care about ourselves. For me, I'm always keeping God first, but I'm also very spiritual. So I'm both of them things. As long as I'm close to the Lord, it's going to be all right as soon as the swelling go down. Now, wake up. Hey, y'all, it's your boy, Michael Kaya. I've been here today with Keisha Kende. What, your, your store, the woke brand is where? 
It is in the St. Louis Galleria Mall here in St. Mm-hmm. Louis, Missouri. Um, number one mall in our city. And we are literally standing up loud, proud, and just doing a damn Well, you're thing. the number one store in the number one <laughs> city in the number it. one mall. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Cletus, where do they see you besides on my show each morning bugging people? Where else can they find you, sir? Uh, Cle- uh, you can find me at Cletus Comedy uh, on all social media platforms. And I'm like you, Mike. I'm just going to keep on tricking. <laughs> I don't want to kill him. Uh, Sabir Bay, tell us where they can find you, King. Uh, my YouTube, Sabir Bay, S A B I R B E Y. Cletus said he pulled it up. On uh, my Twitter is real Sabir Bay, and my Instagram is real Sabir Bay. And I'm in Philadelphia right now. I'm gonna take you here, Mike, when you get here, bro. I'll be there to see you tomorrow evening, King. You know, and that's where you guys can find me. I'll be doing, uh, besides doing a morning show each morning, we, we're not doing a live one tomorrow. Uh, well, we're not doing a live on Thursday. This ain't even on the same clock, but I will be in Philly. And by the time this run, I'll already be out of Philly, won't I? Okie dokie, pokey. Well, I'll tell y'all how Philly was when I see y'all again, but you can always see the, the Mike, uh, watch the Mike Kai Morning Show on YouTube five days a week. And you can always hear three new shows a week on Michael Talks to Everybody. Just go wherever you get your podcast and say, I got to get Michael Talks to Everybody. But in the meantime, please stay woke, at least aware, and let's be cautious. God is great, and you ain't too bad yourself. Have an amazing day. This your boy, Michael Kai. And remember, life is a garden if you dig it. See y'all. <laughs>had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135 I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I Except green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show. Oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo. Five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs>
Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.